Food Heals Podcast, Episode 13. Some dogs can go on a vegan diet. I saw that on I Am Legend with Will Smith. <laughs> I saw it in the movie, had to be true. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. Welcome to the Food Heals Podcast, episode number 13. I'm Allison Melody, and it's Thursday, so you know what that means. It's a Throwback Thursday episode. So we're going back to one of my favorite interviews shot for our film, Food Heals, with vegan athlete John Sally. You can see the trailer for the film at foodheals.tv. John was a great interview. You're absolutely going to love him. He is a father, an athlete, an actor, an entrepreneur, a talk show host, a philanthropist, a wellness advocate. He's vegan and he's an NBA champion. He was the first NBA player to ever win four championships with three different teams. My co-host Susie is out of town, so it's just me today to tell you about our sponsor for today's show. But you know who they are if you're a frequent listener. It's No Talks Life, which offers organic, vegan, toxin-free skincare products at prices you can afford. Sandy and her daughter hand make the products themselves. And if you haven't listened to our interview with Sandy, make sure to go back to episode nine where she tells us how to detox our beauty routine. So keep listening because later in today's show, we'll tell you how to get free shipping on all products from No Talks Life. Next up, my interview with John, and I do apologize. I was not mic'd during this interview because it was shot for a film, um, not for the podcast. So my questions are a little harder to hear, but I think you'll get the gist of it. It's really just about uh, John's answers, and that's that's what you really want to hear. You want to hear what he has to say. He's hilarious, and he's got lots of great advice for you, Food Heals Nation. Enjoy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. My name is John Sally, S-A-L-L-E-Y, super sexy vegan. Done. There okay. you go. <laughs> so I'm going to put super sexy. Super sexy vegan. Actor, vegan, activist. Act- activist, father, husband, uh, good guy, bad guy, all kind of things. <laughs> all right. And let's just start with, tell me about yourself. Who are you? Who is John Sally, the guy speaking in third person. I, <laughs> I am literally at one time when my ego was a part of me being a champion and all that stuff, walking around like I was important, I uh, literally went to India to meet the Dalai Lama. I did a documentary called The Missing Peace. And I realized when I got there, uh, there were four Americas wrapped in one country. So. I landed in New Delhi and there was 300 million people in one city and there's 379 million people in America. And I realized the problems I thought I have, I have no problems. I thought I grew up kind of in the hood. I didn't grow up in the hood. I grew up in luxury and lifetimes of rich and famous compared to what I saw. I also realized that when I was looking up, I thought there were stars and I realized they were galaxies and there's over 200, 300 billion of them. So I realized I'm the smallest speck in the in the, in the spectrum of the universe, but the most important spec, because if I die, the universe dies. That's Ooh. who I am. 
what made you get into the health and wellness field? What made me get into the health and wellness field is I was sickly when I was a kid. I was a skinny one. I didn't eat properly. Um, my mom's had two jobs. My dad had two jobs. You know, you got to get the kid whatever he wants. Uh, and then my senior year in high school, I kept having a compacted, I had a compacted colon that no one diagnosed. Uh, they just kept putting me on a stem machine, putting heat on my back. Uh, I went and got acupuncture, which was the first way being able to move things out of my back, not dealing with Western medicine. And then I met a, uh, a guy at Brooklyn College who showed me that my psoas muscles in my, weren't developed, and I had a compacted colon. My father had cancer. Um, first, he started with diabetes, and at 55, he had diabetes. At 63, we eradicated his diabetes. Um, then, <laughs> then he had lung cancer, and he passed at 73 years old. Uh, and I kept saying I didn't. He was like 150 pounds. I was lifting him up, changed his diaper driving them crazy that I had to be there. I didn't want to see anybody else or anybody else have to go through that situation. So I try to figure out how to strengthen this avatar. I'm traveling this spirit inside of, and I figured it out. Not all of it. I'm not saying I'm totally enlightened, but I'm enlightened to the, to the lies that I've, we've been told, and I'm enlightened to what make it true. Um, can you tell us what a compacted colon is? A compacted colon is a hamburger mixed in with some cheeseburgers on top of it, a little bit of lamb chops with some mint on top of it, uh, some garlic fries, uh, maybe some grilled cheese with too much butter, and slices of um, ham in between your grilled cheese, um, BLTs, any food that costs a dollar, and you can go get it at any time at night. Eggs, ham, cheese, um, bread, white bread that's made with eggs, hams, and cheese, uh, gelatin tablets, anything that comes from an animal will stay in your colon and dehydrate your colon. Your colon is 70%, 70 percent of all your immune system is in your colon. All the water that holds in your body is in your colon. So when a person is drinking, just for that example, and you start to dehydrate, and then you wake up with a hangover, that's because you're dehydrated. That's because your colon is literally trying to move all those things out of it, but there's nothing to help it move. So a compacted colon is literally stuff sitting in your colon, on your lower back, being put under stress, and can't move. So what did the doctors tell you to do about your compacted colon? Oh, what did the doctors tell me? They didn't know I had a compacted colon. I had a, a young guy working at Brooklyn College who was into health, and he said, what do you eat? And I said, well, I ate a hamburger with three scrambled eggs in the morning, and uh, literally hamburger patties. My mother thought she was getting over by getting all these hamburger patties, and I was able, I used to run in the morning. So I threw the hamburger patty in, put the fire on brawl, run a mile, come back in the house flip the patty. That's how fast I was running. Just letting you know, our boy can run. Flip the patty, go in, take the shower, lotion, deodorant, come back, flip the patty, pull it out, make my eggs, eat it. Lunchtime, I had a hero, a sandwich in a baguette bread with mayonnaise, mustard, onions, turkey, where I don't know where it came from, slices of thin tomatoes, a little bit of lettuce. Then after, 
practice, I would have a bagel with, um, with a fruit drink that had no fruit in it. And then at night, I would go home and eat whatever my mom's had on the table. So I was constantly eating things that were processed in factories. I was so toxic. Like, I didn't know why I was having pimples. I didn't know why it was hard for me to go. Going to the bathroom, you know, all men brag about it. I go to the bathroom, yeah but you're not supposed to hear yourself like you're getting, like you're a football player and you're, you're on the line of scrimmage on the one yard line. You're not supposed to be like, Ugh, to go to the bathroom. That's not normal. You know, that's, that's not the way it's supposed to be. And I had no idea. I just had no idea that the stuff I was putting in my body wasn't nourishing each organ, but it was destroying each organ. And what age were you? I was uh, 18 years old when I, when I found this out. When I was 27, I made the change from being a flesh eater to being a lying vegetarian. Uh, I eat fish. And every time I hear those vegetarians goes, I'm a vegan, I just eat fish. And you're not a vegan. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. Right, all people who eat meat are vegetarians. They, they eat tomatoes on the side, they eat Brussels sprouts, they eat spring beans, but they're not vegetarians. They're not vegans, they're not raw foodists. They're flesh eaters, period. And um, so what does a flesh-eating diet or um, a meat-eater's diet, what does that do to their body? Well, I would really hope that a flesh-eater's diet did what it does to a dog's diet, because a dog can be a flesh-eater. A carnivore, if a carnivore eats flesh, oh my God, that's a good, big shoulders, teeth get clean, you know, they know how to hunt, great. But if a human does it, it literally has to go through our slow digestive track. We don't have the assets to break it down that a dog has, that a cat has. A cat is an unbelievable carnivore. Some dogs can go on a vegan diet. I saw that on I Am Legend with Will Smith. <laughs> I saw it in the movie. It had to be true. No, there's certain dogs that, it, that can eat a vegetarian diet. So I would say, what would it do to your body? If I eat a flesh-based diet, literally, in the movie, The Book of Eli, I'm going to go to this, Denzel Washington, literally, they go to this house and he goes, don't eat them don't eat the sandwiches. He goes, why? He goes, they're feeding you people. He goes, how, she goes, how do you know? You look at their skin. And they show the people and their face was erupted. I was like, the same thing happens when you eat cow. Definitely when you eat pig. You know, pig is part dog. You know, you won't eat a dog. Well, unless you're in Korea, but you won't eat a dog. You know, certain places think it's a delicacy. You know, um, your body is not going to handle it right. It's going to go into aggression. It's literally going to build so much mucus, which lowers your immune system because your body's constantly fighting. That's how you build the mucus. Um, since your stomach has all these different acids and these different uh, fluoride, these different bacteria that breaks down food, you're adding bad bacteria to your body. If you add bad bacteria to your body, bad things happen. Eggs are 100% cholesterol. Bad cholesterol, when it gets into your body, there's a good cholesterol and a bad cholesterol. When you get angry, you get excited. Good cholesterol goes up to your heart. If you're using bad cholesterol to go up to your heart, what happens to your heart? Bad things. It's real simple. It's elementary. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, we are always on the lookout for products that are non-toxic, organic, and vegan, and also affordable. And that's why I am so excited to tell you about one of my new favorite discoveries, No Tox Life. 
No Tox Life is a family-run business, and each product is handmade by Sandy, the founder, and her daughter, Callie. These two make skincare products with luscious ingredients such as coconut oil, mango butter, essential oils, and natural clays and minerals. And they simply don't believe in using ingredients they can't pronounce. My favorite product is their Orange Mocha Espresso Body Bar, which only costs $11. And I can't get enough of their Vegan Mint Butter Lip Balm, which is only $4. Their products smell amazing, are the lowest prices I have seen, and are absolutely beautiful, so they make great gifts, too. Notox Life has a special offer exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Order now using the coupon code FOODHEALS, all one word, for free shipping on your purchase of $35 or more. Check them out at NoToxLife.com. You're listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. When you decided to change your diet, what exact steps did you take? Because someone that's watching this maybe not doesn't understand what a vegan is, what they eat, and why it heals your body. So I kind of okay. want to hear about that. So when I found I had a compacted colon, that is my j- senior year in high school. I run through the same problem in college. But we work it out. I go to the pros. I got a teammate, Rick Mahone. He hurt his back, and the disc was this. But he's a big old butt, so, you know, it's a lot of pounding on that booty. And boom, 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 that'll mess up any spine. I love you, Rick. But uh, (laughs) I kept having these back problems. So I would go get acupuncture. I would go to my chiropractor. I'd get massage. I couldn't barely move. And then I met this lady named Dr. Jewel Pukram. She's in Florida now. She was in Detroit. And she literally looked at my eyes, looked at my hands, looked at my tongue, asked me what I ate, and said, you have to get a colonic. Well, uh, it's in the 90s, and I don't know what a colonic is, and, you know, too cool for school. Uh, But the lady giving me the colonic looked great, and then to find out she was 87 years old and was moving like she was 57 years old, uh, I got rid of my, any homophobic, thoughts I've had. I got rid of any ego about what was going on because this was a medical situation. And after my first colonic, I lost 12 pounds on that, on that table. So I was compacted with 12 pounds of decaying feces that was sitting in my colon. No longer had a back problem. I instantly went on a macrobiotic diet. I lost unbelievable weight. I went down to like 219. My, I remember my uh, cousin said I looked like a black match running up and down the court. Burnt match on top of that. I was so thin, but my aggression level was unbelievable. Because think about it, you, my body didn't have to fight and be at war in my intestines. It, everything was moving smooth, and when everything is great, everything is great. My sex drive was already high, this went higher. My, I jumped higher. Oh, this sounds like a joke, but I did. I just was stronger. I played better. My body didn't have to fight. My body was in harmony. And from that point on, I knew every time I thought I had a back problem, I got a colonic. Then I said, okay, what am I eating that is making this happen? And we changed our diet. And I remember Dr. Jewel Prukham changed my diet. My chef was named Kimmy, big girl, close to 300 pounds, her sister, far in the 300s. They also changed their diets, and I found out, you know, 10 years, 15 years later, how many years later is that? 18 years later, they're now on this path as well. So 
I didn't have to sit around and tell people what they had to do. I just had to be the living example. Kind of what I like to do. I like to walk the walk, talk the talk. Then I don't have to say anything. I'd rather be a sage than a teacher and a preacher. You know, this is what I did. This is what it does. It's unbelievable. You should check it out. If you don't, don't. All paths lead to God. I just mine's going to be there later than yours. <laughs> so a vegan diet you're saying can help you live longer? Not only do, am I saying a vegan diet will help you live longer. In order to live longer, you should be on a raw food diet. Straight out I'm saying that. Genetics, 3% of all of society has a genetic problem. So they can't say, well, I got breast cancer, it runs in my family. No, the recipes run in your family. Poor eating, lying to yourself, drinking bad things, not taking care of your avatar lead to those cancers. Those cancers find themselves in fat. Uh, I'm working with the Chai Medical Center now out of South Korea when literally they have machines that literally find what's good and what's bad in your body. So we can see where it's going to go. It's prevention is the best medicine. And what are your thoughts on Western medicine? I love Western medicine. I love all the machines they have. I love that they can make pills quickly. Um, I just wish they didn't use gelatin caps and I wish the pills they made didn't have side effects. So we got to find their technology has to be put to this seven, eight thousand year old technology of Eastern medicine and let's make that better. Can anyone do this? Can any athlete be a vegan and still be strong and get their protein and all that kind oh, of stuff? Okay. Um, anybody can be, can eat raw, have a vegan diet, a plant-based diet. Anybody. Everybody should. The best thing about it is if you're an athlete, this enhances your ability to perform. It gives you recovery time is shorter. It gives you longer endurance. It helps build your lungs because now you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Literally every organ you're using is working in your benefit. So if everything in your well-oiled machine is going well, you should win the race. So if this was a NASCAR, which the way I treat my body, if this is a NASCAR, then I need to make sure the best is inside it, the best crew chief, the best pit crew. So I'm not just going to a chop-up doctor it says, man, look at that. I look at him and say, hey, doc, you know, I got this pain in my back, this muscle. Hey, let me put a cortisone shot in there. That should make it easy. That's, why do I have the pain in my shoulder? Let's get to the root and fix from the root. Figure out what it is. I see these pictures getting Tommy John. Not saying I can fix it. But let's figure out why you're throwing the ball like that. And let's stop kids for the young age from throwing the ball like that. Then we won't have Tommy John operation, I think. If you go to the root, you figure out what it is, the mechanics of everything. So yeah, I think any athlete, and I, I mean, I started in 1991, I was 27. I played till I was 37. I should and can still play to this day. I went and got my feet operated on because I'm vain and I wanted them straight. But uh, I didn't have to because my body wasn't going to shut down. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is part of the reason I even looked at this lifestyle. Robert Paris is the other one. They were both martial artists, and they were both old, and they both had these great bodies, and I was built like them, but Kareem was with Bruce Lee, and, and Robert Parrish is with another, and their demeanor, quiet killers. And that's how I wanted to be when I played. I wanted to, you know, yap, 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 and destroy you, and then yap, 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 yap some more, and destroy you. You know, that was, that was fun to me back then. 
So I heard you say that if you don't deal with the root of the problem, uh, it sounds like you're just putting a Band-Aid on it. Right. Can you expand more about that and how um, this lifestyle addresses the root problem rather than Band-Aiding it? Right. Well, the reason I say you want to get to the root of something and not putting a Band-Aid on it, just fixing it for right now and keep it going, is if you get to the root of the problem, you don't have a problem. So as opposed to a situation becoming a problem, becoming a detrimental problem, whatever the situation is, squash it then. They tell you to do that in marriage. Don't go to bed married, mad. Squ if you have an argument, squash it. Well, don't even have an argument. Don't even have it as a situation. Look at everything as an experience and figure out what it is. Same thing with your body. If you're going to eat it and put it in your body, think on a cellular level. When you chew it and it breaks down and your stomach acids break it down and they put it into your blood and it passes through your liver, part of the bile goes into your gallbladder, then it goes across your pancreas and all this is being used and your blood is being pumped up and down, oxygen to these points, and then the matter is being pushed through your intestines and your intestines is pulling out all the nutrients as that then goes out of your body and your body is fresh, cool. But when it doesn't do that, the root of the problem is as they say in the great movie, Fox Over Knives, the cardiologist said, in any blockage in your body is a heart problem. If you have a blockage in your leg, you have a heart problem. If you have it in your arm, any blood clotting anywhere, any time they're gathering, you have heart problem. That's a cardiovascular problem. Easier way to get through a cardiovascular problem. Not saying that we solve them all, but it's been known that green leafy vegetables help eat away all the plaque around the cells, the cell plaques, and they go in and eat all of that around your arteries and your veins. It makes it easier for the blood to get to where it needs to get to, which means the oxygen is getting to where it needs to get to, and you're being hydrated because you're eating plants that are green, and you're getting everything you need out of it. You have a green life. So what's a typical diet like for you? What do you eat? I eat everything that God makes on this planet. Um, that comes out of the ground off of a tree and out of a pod. If, if it has a mother and a father and some teeth and it has an ability to distinguish whether it wants to go to sleep or stay awake, I let it live their life. That's our show. Thanks for listening. For all the show notes from this episode, go to www.foodhealsnation.com forward slash 1313. You can check out John's website at johnsally.com spelled S-A-L-L-E-Y. Today's tweetable comes from John. Prevention is the best medicine. Absolutely. If you like that, tweet it to John at the John Sally. Tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation and use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast. And if you liked our interview today with John, we have good news. We'll be back with part two of his interview next Thursday. And if you just can't wait until then, you want more content with him, we've got lots of videos with John and other characters from the film Food Heals on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash holistic voice. And of course, don't forget, we still have the swag bag contest going on where you can win over $300 worth of organic health and beauty products. You know what's in the bag, Food Heals Nation, if you've been listening. We've got the Parfait Visage Anti-Wrinkle Face Cream. You've got the Detox Supplements, the Clay Mask, the deodorants, so much stuff. And you know how to enter. Leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes screenshot your review and post it on our Food Heals Nation Facebook page, tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation, or email it to us at info at foodhealsnation.com. And today I want to leave you with a quote from Jess the Wellness Warrior. 
Wellness isn't a destination, but an ongoing relationship with your own body, a loving relationship built on kindness and respect. See you next time, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.